Hi guys and welcome to the first episode of Beer Bubbles Podcast for 2021. Yeah, that's right. We went on a road trip to Gothenburg to explore what many call the beer capital of Sweden. Uh, oh well, in this episode we meet the legend that is Mikael Dug Engström at his brewery, Dugges in Landvetter, Gothenburg. Enjoy! Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Beer Bubbles. I'm sitting here with Rasmus, as always. Hey, guys. And Mikael Dugge Engström, the owner and CEO of Dugges Bryggeri. Hello, hello. Welcome to uh, Beer Bubbles. Thank you very much. Rasmus, you've never met my, uh, Mikael before, but... Mm, no, I haven't. Well, I met him now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> Happy to be here. It's one of my favorite breweries. You are so welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and I just got a new nice hat that I'm wearing right now. So you will see that on the YouTube channel later on. Yeah, and we're actually going to give away some gifts to you guys when, when we end up this, uh, with this. One of the first questions I had was, it was named Dugas Ailen Porterbeer, was it, in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. From the beginning, I, I thought that was a, a very cool name because uh, we were sure that we would never brew a lager beer. But we did. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. But uh, then we thought it, it was a too long name to write everywhere. So we shorted it down to Douglas Bryggeri. Then you started making a lot of sours. Yeah. So we could have changed the name to Douglas Sour Brewery, but it's Douglas Bryggeri. But it's kind of as far as you can go from doing porters and stout. <laughs> sours, yeah. To go, just yeah. To go sours. yeah. 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 Uh, how and why? Well, it started when we were... I took the whole brewery down to Belgium, and we had a weekend, a long weekend there for just education and inspiration. And uh, for every every day we were there, we were more and more interested in sour beers. But uh, we uh, thought that... Uh, we must do something like this, but not spontane- spontaneous uh, fermented. So, you know, I have Kalle, the microbiologist employed here, and he knows all about bugs and yeasts. Um, uh, so we uh, started to do um, kettle uh, sour. It's been a hit so far, so we continue to do it. Was Tropical Thunder the first sour you did? No, it was not. And the name is Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We started with uh, Blå Berliner and Lingon Berliner, 3.5%, I think. The idea of making uh, Tropic Thunder was from the beginning Magnus. And he said he wanted to um, make a beer taste like, uh, well, what do you say, lollipop uh, ice cream. And we all vo- voted it down for a year. And then he met uh, Brian Strumke from uh, Stillwater. And he discussed this idea with him. And uh, he was very enthusiastic about it. So, okay, if Brian is on, on the, the trip, then uh, we're going to make it. And uh, uh, today I'm very glad we did. <laughs> It kind of, it, that was kind of what blew up the sour scene in Sweden. Ah, I think so. I think so. And Rasmus actually has a really nice story about this yeah, one. Yeah, I had one of my first encounters with Dugas Brewery was Tropic Thunder. And it was 7 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I was hung over as hell. And I wanted some juice. And I used to have juice at home like all the time. Yeah. I went to my fridge and I had no juice, but I had a Tropic Thunder. 
So, so the, you had, thought it was a good idea to start with a beer. So yeah, I was thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> so I had that in the morning, and it was perfect. It was uh, <laughs> well, it's it's a medicine too. Yeah, not and it's all. not that strong. No, it's just four point five. So it's a perfect like in the morning yeah. to just get you to get you right again. Yeah. <laughs> we get in really, the mood. Shouldn't really advertise drinking in the <laughs> no, morning. No, no, no. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. But you gone on from there, and you do uh, quite a lot of stuff right now. For a long time, Avenue Pale Ale was the one you kept in the portfolio. Is that gone now? Yeah, since two years, I think. Yeah. So there's none of the original ones no, left? not one. I still fondly remember Johannes Besta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a nice one. But nobody buys uh, bitters in, in this country anymore. So, well, some do, but it's nothing you can live on in a small brewery. Yeah, that's that's sad because I love bitters. It's uh, one of my favorite styles. Yeah, I love them too. It's sad to see them disappearing. It's the same with the amber ale. Like it disappears from Sweden. Mm-hmm. Like I have a favorite for the bars. moment now at Sustainable Ruddles County. Well, that's been around for ages and ages. Yeah, but it, it's on a can now. Yeah, it was in a bottle before, but uh, it came back in a can. In the beginning, didn't have the that. That big, big top yeah. with a f- tin foil hat. Yes, exactly. That was just weird. Every every other beer had a normal crown cap, and this yeah. was just tin foil that you peeled off, yeah. and it was a wide opening in it, easy to pour and easy to drink. Yes, <laughs> it still is. <laughs> How did you start brewing beer? Where did that come from? It comes from an idea that popped up in my head. And I was starting to thinking about how to make beer. I didn't know how to make it. So I, I read a lot of books for three years or something like that. And during that time, I started to collect small stainless steel tanks and uh, pumps and things like that. Thinking somewhere far back in my head that maybe I could start a small brewery just as a hobby maybe or something. And uh, well, that's the way it is. And now we are here. <laughs> 15 years later. Yeah. This is started in 2005. Yes. The 24th of April, the first brew. And the first brew was Avenue Nail. You do lots of new beers mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. And keeping that creativity alive is, must be difficult. But now you have a, a team you're working with yeah. that also yeah. has ideas, I imagine. Oh, <laughs> they are the ones that, that have the ideas. <laughs> right. I'm just the CEO nowadays. <laughs> you're long for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> But if if you would put your your uh, opinion on it, like to create new beer styles, because there's everything out there nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You can find everything. Every, everything is already brewed. How do you take it a step further? I I have no idea. Beers are going more and more crazy all the time. I think Hennock maybe is the one that took beer brewing uh, a step forward a couple of years ago. Then uh, many have copied him, but. Uh, in the latest years, I think it's Henok who uh, is the most creative guy in this business. Yeah, and Omnipoyo has made themselves a name all over the world, actually. Yeah. Do we really need to take it one more step forward? Or like old beer styles coming back? Well, if we need it, I don't think so. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's so fun to create new stuff. That's what why we are uh, creating new, uh, not styles, but new beer all the time. Because it's, uh, we are curious see uh, if maybe next one is better than the one before. And, uh, but I think that, uh, well, the, the old styles have uh, been around for so many years and so many people like them. So uh, 
maybe uh, we're going to go back to more uh, original styles. But uh, we, we, I think, for example, sours are here to stay, no doubt. They are. Because if you would have asked me about, say, eight, ten years ago, well, not even that, maybe five, six years ago, if sours were going to be a big thing, I would have said no way. Well, it's not so big. Well, it's uh, the fastest, <laughs> fastest growing segment on, on sales in Systemologet. Yeah, maybe, yeah. When it comes to Swedish micros mm-hmm. or Croft. And most restaurants have sour base in the bars right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, so it's coming. Well, you're located right outside of Gothenburg. How do you feel like, how is Gothenburg as a beer city overall? Well, it's the beer capital of Sweden, I think. <laughs> I, normally say, I normally say it with a bit of bitterness in my voice <laughs> since I live in Stockholm, but... But you're absolutely true. Yeah, there are a lot of very, very good breweries here. And uh, we are also known international as a cool beer city, Gothenburg. I think it's great to be here, to be located here. But much of it must come from, because you guys work quite closely together as well and help each other out. Yeah, we don't work so close, but we always have a helping hand for each other, no doubt. And that's probably been one of the key things and changing, exchanging uh, thoughts and... Yeah, maybe, I don't know, because I don't know the, the Stockholm scene, for example. I think people are nice there too, uh, to each other, aren't they? Yeah, but they're more uh, possessive about what's mine and what's yours, okay. I think. Yeah. That's just the feeling that I get when I come to Brewers in Gothenburg, that, mm. that it's more like, well, he called me and wanted to help with that, so I ran over and gave him that. And yeah, 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 it's like that. But I think the international scene is like that too. Uh, my experience uh, from US and, uh, for example, and England, uh, it's a very nice uh, culture. And it's quite a close-knit community as well. Yeah. When you're interested in the same things, it's quite easy to engage with those people. We are a bunch of nerds. <laughs> I normally say it, uh, people are crazy in the right kind of way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at the, the trends you were talking about, sour base are here to stay. Have you started experimenting like with the, the quake yeast that's coming right now? Not, not quake. Uh, not yet. Maybe we're going to try. Probably we're going to try some. Uh, but not yet. New England styles here to stay or something going back again into oblivion or, or as a, just a compliment to I, I think definitely they are here to stay because there are so many people who just loves them. But we have on the table here two uh, old style West Coast IPAs. Uh, we just brewed and we just bottled it two days ago, I think. And they're called the North and the South. Yeah, it's because of uh, the hops from the south of the globe and the north of the globe. Ah. So it's a little different. Spiced. So should we try them? Well, which one would you it's s- up to you. like to start with? <laughs> which should we start with? I don't know. I think the North is a little bit more smooth. So, well... We'll start, with, we'll start with North. Let's go to the North. <laughs> there we are, guys. Cheerio. Cheers. Cheers. I've been missing these kinds of mm. IPAs. I'm terribly sorry. I'm not. Me a, too. I'm not <laughs> a big New England style fan. Mm-hmm. I, I was in the beginning, but it's beginning to be too much hazy. <laughs> yeah, it's too. It's too a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, there was still like. They had a good IPA background and just the juiciness on yeah. top of that. But yeah. now it's just a juiciness <laughs> of hops. <laughs> yeah, we were also missing the old style. So that's why we made these two. That's absolutely gorgeous, that one. It's delicious. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bring the bitter back. 
Uh, we had a, f- a few girls who came down to the restaurant, me and Rasmus Works, uh, the other day who came down and said, we'd like three IPAs, but none of that juicy stuff. Can we have some of the old? And they were like 18, 19, 20 years old. I was like, yes, it's coming back. <laughs> People want the bitterness. Yeah. And you're like, I only have hasty IPAs right now. <laughs> it's it's weird how it, it evolves like so quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long was it since the, the first like New England IPA came out? It's not that long ago. No, but it's four five years ago here in Sweden, maybe six seven in the u.s mm-hmm. something yeah. like that but in, and i feel like in the last one or two years the hastiness has just gone spike was upwards yeah <laughs> but during these <laughs> these uh, pandemic times how have you you worked to ensure that you still sell and that you still survive to these times we started uh, uh, last year or the year before to m- more concentrate on the sales on sustainable and we are very happy to, that we made that step at that time. So the year has been quite okay for us, I'd say, but uh, there are, for the moment, no sales at all to uh, restaurants. And the export is also nearly down to zero. But Sustainment it's the Swedish monopoly who are the only ones who are allowed to sell alcohol over 3.5% to the public. How do you find the uh, cooperation between you guys do you have any problems with them, or is everything just on Kidori and uh, no. roses and flowers? Roses and flowers, I yeah. say. Uh, we have no problems. You just have to learn uh, how the system works, and then uh, work after that. No, we have no problems. The opposite, I say. And you started producing some uh, low ABV beers as well. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a step you're taking as well, to try to get into like the local stores nearby? We make some... Um, uh, Sour folk oil, 3.5%. And we, we are going to continue to do that in the what we call our single fruit series. And some of them will be uh, low alcohol. Uh, so we're going to continue with it, but uh, we don't sell so much of it. No, but the there Tropic Thunder's got a little brother. Yeah, li- little Tropic. It's very nice beer. <laughs> and soon we'll have Tropic Tropic Thunder Thunder. I think it's 9%. That's the double IP. Yeah. <laughs> double sour. Yeah. <laughs> tropic, tropic, thunder, thunder. That's yeah. a beer for 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any new collabs coming from you guys? Well, we, we do collabs all the time, but uh, uh, the latest one we did, well, they were here, 10 Hands, and we made a collab uh, a couple of weeks ago. Where are they located? <laughs> I put you on the spot there, sorry. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it's down... Uh, Karlstad? We'll just have we'll to... Lo- we'll check it out. <laughs> we'll just have to look into where Ten Hands is located. Yeah, I don't think Karlstad, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm from Karlstad. <laughs> don't send that then. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> but I predicted that collabs and cooperations between breweries were going to be bigger in the future about a year ago. And then COVID hit. So, of course, it's not that easy to get American brewers over and such. But is this going to bring more Swedish brewers together to do collabs, do you think? Probably. I don't know. But everyone is so afraid of the virus nowadays. So, um, And we know nothing about next year. And try, trying to make a budget is just a horrible work. Uh, we don't know anything. We might know more when this is released because it's going to be released in the beginning of January. Yeah, maybe so, we know more then. 
<laughs> Send an hopefully. update. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, when you listen to this, we know everything. <laughs> I don't think so. I wouldn't count on it. do I. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more thing. You remember in the old podcast I had, I always asked about the Desert Island beer. Yeah. We've kind of redone that question. So we're now asking, the last beer you drink in your life, what is the last beer you would like to have on your deathbed? This is what I'm going to have as I go. I'm just going to pour some uh, of the South while you're pondering that. The last beer. Well, it's a tricky question. I don't know. Maybe the South. Maybe the South. (laughs) (laughs) If it's still in production, it's way far ahead that (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, Mikael, it's always a pleasure to meet you. And fantastic to have you in the new podcast beer bubbles we're gonna do a bit of a youtube clip as well we are and uh, from me and rasmus it's been an absolute pleasure thank you very much thank you very much for being here and a l- a last year with yes. the south cheers <laughs> well that was cool right and I have to apologize for not knowing that Ten Hands Brewery is from Karlstad. And that is really my bad because I lived in Karlstad for a long while. Yeah, you should be a bit ashamed. Anyways, we got some cool merchandise from Douglas that we thought we should give you a chance to lay your hands on. Shirts and hats up for grabs. Rasmus, what should our listeners do to get this awesome stuff? Well, first of all, head over to our Facebook page, then like the post for the Douglas episode, share it and write if you want a shirt or a hat in the comment. And that is it for now. Guys, have a great day and hey, drink better beer. <laughs>